This week on the podcast, we're talking about Star Wars, talking about Borderlands 3, talking about Sony's first state of play, and Dreams is coming. Coming. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games, equally about Jim Varney as Ernest P. Worrell. And Ernest, Ernest. It's about Ernest. Ernest. March 31st, <laughs> 2019, a beautiful Sunday, Michigan night. The snow on the ground, and me and Kyle. It snowed randomly. I don't want to talk about it. So randomly. <laughs> It Dude, was, it's been like two weeks without snow. It just snowed it, last night. It was like 60 for a second, which is obviously <laughs> Michigan hot. Dude, I was working on my car in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because it had been raining that day, and then all of a sudden I was at work, so I was like, it's snowing. Yeah. And then I killed that person. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead. Uh, we've been warming up by getting information about Jim Varney. That was weird. Yo, oh, yeah. Up. Ernest goes to jail. There's 10... Yeah. Ernest films. There's like six scrapped ones. <laughs> Ernest spaced out? We'll never know. What's oh that? man, Ernest in space? Yeah, it probably would have been good. It's kind of hard to believe it didn't exist. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, that's rough. <laughs> uh, yeah, we listened to I. We listened to the opening of an Ernest movie. I don't think I Ernest, ever seen... Ernest Rides Again. I've never seen it Rides Again, but there was a man named Worrell. <laughs> Ernest, Ernest P. P. Worrell. <laughs> Uh, no corrections this week. That's why we have so much time to talk about Ernest. Uh. <laughs> Look out for the reboot. Oh my god. Yeah, the Son of Ernest? Yeah, Son of Ernest. <laughs> that was Ernie P. World. <laughs> it looks like that was seven years ago. I feel like it's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> they made Super Troopers 2. It's coming. True. Good point. They made Shenmue 3. Let's not... Yeah, Hey, go. back to video games. <laughs> uh, this week on the podcast, we're talking about so many things. I had a... I did have a, what's it called, icebreaker. Let's start doing icebreakers, but then we started talking about Ernest, so it's like... Ernest P. Worrell. What breaks the ice harder than Ernest? Uh, P. Worrell. Off the top of your head, as a kid, what was your favorite Ernest? Do you... Oh, man. Uh, Probably Ernest in the Army. For sure. I really think that... Like I said earlier, minutes ago when we were talking about this for fucking seven hours, uh, (laughs) I think I saw Ernest Goes to Camp the most... And then Ernest Saves Christmas is in this house. But I think I really do. Apparently it's called Ernest Scared Straight. The <laughs> Halloween one. I remember that one creeping me out. And also, I revealed to Kyle, he didn't know, but there's a Harlem Globetrotters Ernest one. Yeah, I didn't know that. Which is apparently called Ernest Slam Dunks. Sl- Sl- Slam Dunk Ernest, yeah. <laughs> Slam d- Get your hands on custom figurine. <laughs> Slam Dunk Ernest. Oh my god. Only at Kmart. <laughs> They should have did a Karate Kid Ernest. Oh my god, there's endless Ernest. So, we're, <laughs> last thing about Ernest, I swear, and then we'll move on. <laughs> of the three comments on the theme song for Ernest Rides Again, one of which is just K. K. And one is lol. But the guy that actually wrote a comment, he's like, man, I really wish they had done more historical Ernest. Pretty much he's letting you know. There's not enough Ernest movies. He's not satisfied with the ten Ernest there's movies. There's ten Ernest movies. 
He's like, no. He wanted more. No civil war, Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's got to be at least one. No harlot. <laughs> no harlot, Ernest. <laughs> there's got to be at least one flashback of Ernest in the Civil War at one point, right? Oh man, yeah. Also, Detective Ernest. Or what about uh, like Ernest Noir? Ernest is a Texas Ranger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger, spoof, Ernest instead of Chuck Norris. Walker, Texas Ernest. This week on the podcast, (laughs) uh, we are talking about Sony's first state of play and Borderlands 3, and I was going to pick and choose depending on what we're most excited about. Now it's just me and you, uh, no Cartier. He had prior, Good. prior obligations. I'm glad he's not here. This is the first Always one. steals the show. He never says that about you. I don't care. Not the stealing the show thing, but thank God you're not here. Come on. Uh, this is the first time... I matter too. This is the first time that it's <laughs> just me and you one-on-one, a candlelight conversation. So intimate. Myself and Kyle Melville. Kyle... Oh, I'm I didn't even introduce you. I'm Dan no, Allen. I have to. I'm Dan Allen, the moderator. We're I'm both earnest. Here. We're both earnest today. Ernest aficionado Kyle Melville. <laughs> Off the rails early. <laughs> Should have really taken a shower before after the earnest conversation before the podcast started. Uh, no corrections this week. No updates on the Fantasy Critic League except for they announced uh, they announced Borderlands three, and I was gonna bring it up for you to maybe oh, yeah. pick that up. I know you were looking for five more games to pick up. Yes, I am. But uh, the problem... I looked through them. I didn't know what to pick up, dude. It's rough. The problem with picking up Borderlands 3, Kyle, is... I picked that... I I fucking put a bit on that bitch as soon as I heard it was announced. (laughs) Because Borderlands reviews... Well... But before we get into all the good shit... Fun game. Fun game. (laughs) Before we do all the things... uh, You know what it's time for. It's time for the longest running segment... In Great Lakes gaming history, this week in gaming, the twig, this week twig. in gaming, we're talking about what we played this week in our individual lives. Kyle Melville, what did you play? I didn't play anything. This week, it's not true, in gaming. Play nothing. Cartier's not here, so I have to say, this week in gaming is brought to you by Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> there was a man named Worrell, Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> Um, this week in gaming, what did I play? I played... I played a little bit of Anthem. Okay. Have you finished it? I know you're close, right? I'm very close. I just haven't finished it. You can taste it. I know a lot of the people that I started playing with are still raging on it, but like... Okay. I can't do that anymore. Okay. I just don't. I get too bored, you know? But I am, uh... Playing Crackdown Three. Ooh, and I know I'm you didn't. Also playing Just Cause Four. You didn't pay sixty dollars. Oh for no, Crackdown it 3. was on Game Pass. What? A convenient I actually service. downloaded it in November, <laughs> and then in February it was like you can play. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Game Pass is like that. They're like, be ready in November. Well, yeah, because uh, it was an Xbox exclusive. Okay, for sure. Whoa. Yeah, Crackdown is an Xbox. No, yeah, you're right. Exclusive. Yeah. yeah. That's why Just Cause 4 just randomly popped up. That one's not exclusive though, right? That's just on Game Pass? That's just on Game Pass. Uh, Because I was going to fucking buy that too. True, you're a Just Cause guy. What do you want to talk about first? Crackdown? Uh, Crackdown. I love, let's just talk about, I love the fucking, the voice. Terry Crews? No, no, not Terry Crews. The, uh, 
Basically, your agent guy. Oh, the guy in your ear. Yeah. It's one of the few things Always like, carried over, voice. right, yeah. from past crackdowns. We were trying to figure out before we started if you had played two or one, and I, I just don't, don't know anything played. about crackdowns. They both look the same. Yeah, yeah. You're having fun with it, right? Oh, I'm having so much fun. I like it. Grab what? the agility orbs, and you can jump really high. And You've been doing that more than main missions? You've been just searching for orbs? Um, I honestly just, like, run into the story mission, and, like... You kind of just, like, fuck up the entire city, and you end up, like, completing some stuff, you know? This was good. When I, um, when I I'm saw... I'm not strong enough to pick up cars and throw them yet, but I will get there. When I saw how Crackdown was reviewing, Kyle, I didn't even know you had played Crackdown before, but when I saw how it was reviewing, it really came to me where it's, like, someone who's a critic and is sitting back trying to judge it with all the other open-world games that have come out, which have been amazing recently, uh, obviously ranking a little lower, but... All the counter-arguments where I see, like, I don't know why everyone's so rough on this game. All those people, A, love Crackdown, or B, are just looking to, like, have a good time. Kind of like how yeah, you... Yeah, I just kind of just turned cause. that game on to just, like, Just Cause 2. Yeah. Or not 2, but Just Cause <laughs> as well. Yes. Just Cause 4. Um, I literally just turn on those games to just, if I want to, like, shoot people and fuck around. Cause, like, have a good time? Yeah. Yeah, no. Sometimes I just, like, play games with no intentions whatsoever. It's almost like you're playing games for the fun of it. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Not that we don't like when the testicles of horses shrink in the winter, in the snow, and then you go into a warmer climate. Which I didn't even notice until I fucking... I didn't notice either. What Tim, the fuck? Tim Schaefer, a double fine, pointed that out in his, like... He was hosting the GDC Awards, and he... He made a joke about that, and I'm like, I believe you that that's a <laughs> that that's like a mechanic in Red Dead. But yeah. I didn't notice. I'm still not done with Red Dead. Still not done with Spider Man. Haven't played them. Don't care. <laughs> I, I will get back to them. I yeah. just like that's just me, man. Red Dead's not going anywhere. I do think it's hard. to... No, those are two games that I'm keeping. Yeah, like yeah. Spider Man and Red Dead. Like, I think it's hard to take a break from Red Dead for me. Like as much as I loved it, and I did love it, but. It's hard for me to take a break and jump back into it. I don't think the controls are bad. I just like it's like a lot of so, things. Like when you start it, you kind of like have to finish that game. Yeah, yeah. Because the, it's not the controls are hard, but there there's a lot to it. Yeah, yeah, you know. And like when I get back into it, dude. When I started playing Anthem again after Crackdown, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah. I had no idea how to play that game. I was like, I wasn't dying at all, but, like, I was just really cautious until I figured out what the hell was going on. Yeah. Then I got a new javelin, so I'm like, let me figure this thing out. Oh, yeah, wait, not to hop, we can hop around. I got all four. What have you been playing the most recently? When you hop in for Luba and Anthem, are you are you going back to the Storm? I know you oh, yeah, I'm always playing Storm. Yeah. I don't normally play the Colossus, and I don't normally play the uh, Ranger. I like... The Interceptor? Just, I like the Interceptor. I just like the agility. Uh, I feel like the Interceptor has, like, just as much agility as the Storm. I just okay. feel, like, more powerful with the Storm. Like, I'm For controlling sure. the elements. And, like, you know, the Greg. Elements. I've been playing a lot with Greg. Craig? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Greg jumped in and, like, okay, let's talk about, like, I was level, like, 20-something when Greg was, like, level 9 or 6. Okay. I played with Greg last Thursday. I think it was. Greg's, like, level... He was, like, 29 then. He's probably higher than that now. Catching and, up. uh... Oh, yeah. 
He was, like, doing missions to, like, bump me up. He's putting time in the Yeah, thing. so, like, Greg is into it. Nice. Yeah, Greg nice, is into nice. it hard. I'm glad you guys can But he's always just, like, anthem. texting me, like, are you guys gonna fucking jump on and play? <laughs> You're like, we don't play Anthem anymore. <laughs> we don't play that anymore. No, we do, we just... You can find uh, Cartier on Apex Legends. Just, <laughs> I won't play that fucking game. I told you, like, the one time I went online in, like, the last three months, Cartier had the balls to send me an invitation to Apex Legends. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck are you talking? <laughs> this is, like, a, the desperation. Yeah. Yep. He's like, please, download this and hop on. <laughs> People love it, dude. Yeah, I know. And I don't blame them, but, like, I do. <laughs> no, I don't blame them, but like, it's just not my type of game. Like, the next game I'm getting is probably the Division Two. I've heard nothing but good things. <clears throat> and then if I get anything after that or with that, because I happen to buy like games in bundles, because mm-hmm. I just do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sekiro. Okay, for sure. Yeah. God, I'm just gonna avoid Sekiro forever. I'm gonna play that. Roger loves From Software. He loves like Dark Souls. He loves Bloodborne more than Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh, Those normally aren't my types of games, but like he's hating Sekiro. <laughs> really? Is he? He's just like he feels too punished for mistakes. He, I can't back this up, but he's like, it's like I'm I'm finally mastering a boss, and I take ten steps, and it's another boss. And it's like it'd be fine, Dan, but I think there's a heavy emphasis on parrying. He didn't say this to me, but he's definitely saying like. Every boss so far has one-shot me. I'm like, yeah, but don't you get two lives? He's like, it doesn't matter, Dan. I just... He had three days off, and he said it's going to be a long time until he goes back to it because he'll never be as good as he was in that three days until he gets like a lot of time again. He's like, yeah. and I... He's like, I looked up how far I was, and I was halfway, and that's when I stopped. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, damn. Uh, yeah, it looks fun. It looks fun. Yeah. If it frustrates him that much... It'll frustrate me even quicker. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you that. For sure. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, I need to go back and play Bloodborne to completion. Because people say once you get over that first, like, two-hour hump or whatever. Yeah. It's just like... Really fun. Yeah, it's like, it's it's not as rough. Once you light the right... light, Once you light the right lanterns, whatever the checkpoints yeah. are... Uh, something about like the fourth one or something like that. It's like now the game opens up, but I'm always like doing that first area, light a lamp, light a lamp. It's like the yeah. third lamp. I like get far. I'm like, where the fuck is it? Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> Have a conversation with a lady, and now I'm dead. These games are a, a, a different breed. For sure. For sure. We're not gonna talk about this week, so I might as well casually mention it. It's just a rumor too. They say, even though before this podcast you're like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. They say Game of Thrones from software game coming, which would be really? crazy. Yeah. Where you're not part of any of the houses, like not connected to a family, but you are one man arming through their shit, like infiltrating and killing, I think. Wow. This is all rumors, but I would play that game probably. Huh. Yeah, pretty crazy. Who knows if that's true, but uh, fuck. Crackdown 3, Terry Crews. How, are you playing as Terry Crews? I wasn't playing of course. as Terry Crews. Is, we were talking before, it's crazy that they didn't even advertise that there were, like, other playable characters. Yeah, they only had Terry Crews in their, uh... Not until I watched a review. Advertisements. When I watched a review, it's like, you can choose other people, but why wouldn't you choose Terry Crews? I'm like, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> like, Crackdown. What I really like about Crackdown 2 is, like... 
Tree? Yeah. Click on tree? Uh, once you get, like, once you pick up a weapon, you have that weapon in your inventory. I like that, for once sure. Once you drive a car, that car is now accessible in your inventory. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Have you felt much need to drive cars? No. Just because you love cars? Or not no. even? Yeah. Like, I love jumping around the city, <laughs> dude, but, like... I will get in the cars and drive them because from what I remember from Crackdown 1 or 2 or whatever I played, mm. the more you drive those cars and your skills bump up, the cars do, like, cooler stuff. Like, the cars could transform. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that is in this game as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I remember, like, yeah. I remember once you get in them, like, they just, like, transform into something cooler. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. So... Does it feel just, uh... I watched a few reviews on Crackdown 3, because I watch reviews, uh, out of interest, not because I'm gonna buy... I was never gonna buy... I don't got an Xbox, so I was never gonna buy Crackdown <laughs> 3. Uh, does it feel like... Because they took so long to make this, because they had to restart partway through, does it feel like it fits with other modern games you're playing? Does it feel like it belongs uh, to this generation, or does it feel a little dated? I just feel like it's like a reminiscence game. Mm-hmm. You know, you just... Yeah. Kind of re- replaying a better version of it. Yeah, it, it falls back on its history. It's just a bit. fun to play. It. I wouldn't, I wouldn't compare it to any of these like new, really, really good games. <laughs> it, it's hard to like in I a feel world like where Spider Man like just for shits and giggles games for sure. Yeah. Do we move on to Rico? Yeah, we couldn't. Just goes for. We couldn't think of his name for like yeah, ten no. minutes or. It's like, what is it, Sergio? <laughs> Sebastian. Um, yeah, just because for... I literally just got into it. The story seems like... Story's like, you know, liberation. Let's fight for our freedom again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fight for our freedom again. Um, I'm kind of just bored of it. The story, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just like uh, shooting and flying around. Does it feel as good as 3 does? I know you went like full feels DLC better. with th- Oh, really? Cool. The the mechanics of it feels better. The wind gliding seems better, okay. more realistic. Parachuting seems more realistic. Um, the guns feel like more like I don't know, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stiffer maybe on the like control. There's like a kick yeah. to it. Like it's yeah. yeah, like the triggers feel real nice. Hmm. Hell yeah. The vibrations feel nice. Um, yeah. I I mean, from the 15 to 20 minutes that I played it. Right, right. I think I played it for like half an hour. Um, I enjoyed it. But, you know, I don't really care about the story. Like, yeah. I'm not like, let me play this game. For sure. I'm kind of just like, hmm, I'm going to play Just Cause, because that's nothing else I can play in Just Cause. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to once you play enough to like interact with that weird tornado thing. Yeah, I want your opinions on the tornado because it's really the gameplay opinion I'm looking for more than yeah. At this point, hot <laughs> takes on the story. <laughs> That's another thing. Review wise, I was excited to hear. Of, I knew eventually you played Just Cause Four because you're like the Just Cause guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I know anyone in person. To, like, just cause the way you do. I haven't even, like, started fucking around with it yet. Like, I want to grappling hook things to, like, other things. I just haven't done all that yet. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, like, stolen a helicopter or anything yet. I just kind of... For sure. You're just helping your friends. are just, like, the, the story, you know? 
Are you helping a friend? Yeah, probably. Is he living in that country? Yep. Classic. Oh, you're just one man. Yep. Dan, what'd you play this week in gaming? What did I... Ooh, nice. What did I play... Yeah. This week in gaming. Uh, you want... You want the big game or the little game first? Neither. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> no, I got I got less to say about the big game because I played a little... I don't know. I played even. So, I started playing Dragon Age Inquisition, which Olivia is actually playing in front of us right now, so nice. that's interesting. Um... It might be sacrilegious, but the only Dragon Age I'd played before was the less loved by the Dragon Age community, uh, number two. And it was okay. It was yeah. okay. It was enough to know who Varric is, who Cassandra is, some of the characters that move forward. Uh, Inquisition was great. First off, I really like that character creator. I like a good character creator. I also like a bad character creator. <laughs> like, yeah. But no, very good. Uh... Made him look like... There's something called a canari. I don't know if you ever played in Dragon Age, Kyle. Uh -uh. It's got, like, crazy horns, and they have, like, grayish-black skin. But I pretty much made him, like... Think of Anthony Hopkins playing Odin in the <laughs> Thor movies with that big white beard. Yeah. But he's a canari. <laughs> I love it when you're playing any game where you're, like... the Obviously, you're the hero a lot, but, like, the chosen one, you know. Yeah. Uh, what is it in Scott? The Dragonborn. <laughs> I love it when that person's old. I only do it when it's like, if you give me something that makes their skin real wrinkly and it looks good, I'm like, cool. <laughs> I like it when the hero isn't like some, like, everyone's like a 20-year-old fucker, like, running around, like, <laughs> saving the day. Sadly, the only negative thing I gotta say about the creator is that there's only, for each race and gender, there's only two voice options. It's pretty much British and not British. Uh, so I think long gone are the days where every character creator is bound to have an old person voice. <laughs> like, it's fine, uh, but... It's fine. But no, I made an old man, old Anthony Hopkins Canary guy, and uh, he's looking good, dude. He's uh, looking, yeah. He got a big gray beard, big white, like a Santa beard. Nice. Um, killing it. He is... Normally, I wouldn't go this route when you give me all these different, like, you can be a rogue, or you could be an archer, or you can be a mage... Uh, it was like, it was probably second run of Skyrim where I even lied to myself and said I was going to go two-handed and just be like the guy with like a big axe, you know what I mean? But that's what he is, what I, I chose him to be, and I'm loving it. Inquisition, very good so far, I'm only like three hours into it. That I came home that night, I was like, let's play Cuphead, and then I was waiting for Olivia to get home, and I'm like... I'm going to create a character in Dragon Age Inquisition. And then I just kept playing Inquisition because she wanted me to and I wanted to. And it was good times. More on that as I go. Uh, aside from anything that would be part of the story, it's like, yeah, no, it feels good. Also, sliding down ladders in that one? You know a good ladder slide down, Kyle. Fastest ladder slide down I've seen in this generation that's litmitmedia at gmail.com. You tell me if you know a faster ladder slide down than Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, but I got a weird game for you, Kyle. Yeah. It's so relevant and recent. It's not relevant, but it's recent. came out, I think, in March, early March. On Steam, $15. A little game called Baba Is You. Sometimes when I go to, like, explain a fucking off-the-wall indie game on this 
on this podcast, Kyle. I'm like, how can I do it in a short way where I can convey what it's like? And then I can't always hit that mark. Like when I tried to describe Return of the Obra Dinn to either you or you and Cartier or just Cartier, I thought I could do it fast. And then it was like, when I re-listened to that podcast, it was like 25 minutes <laughs> trying to describe like the detective game that is Obra Dinn. Baba is you is like, is one of the most clever games I've played in a long time. So you have like this, it's like this 2D format where it's kind of like, if you ever saw in the early Pokemons, when you're like in a cave and you're like pushing boulders, once you have strength and you can be like, it's like that. Everything around you is like, there's like hedges and walls and like a flag and like a key. There's also words. And sometimes the words, you can move them to make new sentences. And the words say simple things like this. Baba is you. If it says Baba is you, uh, first off, something always has to be you, otherwise you lose the level. Mm. But it'll be three words, three different, like, blocks. Baba is you. Uh, that explains who you are. Sometimes it'll be like, wall is stop. That means you can't go past walls. Yeah. You feel me? It gets weird. Uh, it'll be like, flag is win. So it's like, every level explains you what the rules of that level are. And there's things like, well, if I take wall as stop, if I take stop away from that, if I push it, all of a sudden, now wall isn't stop and I can walk through walls. It'll be yeah. like, lava is defeat. And like, if you go into lava, you die. You die. Yeah. But, uh, or like, door is shut, key is open. Uh, there's literally, it's like a puzzle game. It's a very yeah. weird puzzle game. Bob is like a little white dog boy. <laughs> little doggy uh, you're playing as. It's hard to describe. Uh, like, I've been trying to think of how to describe it well, but... Uh, it's a weird game. It's Honestly, seriously, it's the most clever game I've ever seen because it's given you the rules of this world, of this individual level, and then, like, you can change it, and you have to change it because it's a puzzle to get to whatever winning is. A lot of times the flag is winning. Uh, it's hard to describe, but I, I bring it up because... I, it was real fun, man. It was honestly one of the more clever games. It's got like a 10 out of 10 on Steam right now. That's no joke. Like, as simple as that game is, is that game like perfect for what it was going for? Probably. Like, yeah. uh, yeah, no. I, I forgot where I first heard about it, but I heard somebody, maybe Ben Moore. I heard someone, some content creator guy talking about it. Might have been Ben Moore. Um,. And yeah, man, I, I've been blown away by it. I got through, like, the first three worlds. Uh, and it's just so fucking clever, Kyle. I can't put into words how clever this goddamn game is. Uh, but yeah, I knew if I tried to describe it, it would be hard. It wouldn't make any sense. But Baba is You, worth looking into. Just look at gameplay of, like, the first level. Uh, and see that it's weird. And see that it's a weird goddamn game. Um, I can't. There's nothing more I can really say about it. But Baba's You, worth looking into. Kind of blows my mind. Me and Olivia were both playing it. She, I know she had some good fun on it. And it's only 15 bucks. So it's one of those things where if you look into it and it's like interesting to you at all, Just get it. maybe it's worth you know, swinging the bat at, rolling the dice. But Baba is You. Maybe I'll show it to you. Is after Baba the You? Sometimes Baba is You. 
Uh, like I said, you can move the words. Anytime Baba isn't you, you can also be like, wall is you, and then like every wall is you moving like one panel at a time. Cool. Uh, and it's insane. Yeah, It's out there. What I like about it, even though it's very different than Return of the Oberdin, it reminds me that uh, this is like what I love. Like I think I'd be giving Super Nintendo games too much credit if I was like, this is why I love Super Nintendo games, but this is why I love indie games. I can't remember the last time I quote-unquote wasted money. Um, like I haven't been dissatisfied with an indie game in so long. Maybe it's because I, I look into shit beforehand and I really like, am I going to like this? Uh, but no, between Oberdin, this is indie games I've played in the last month and a half, two months. Between Oberdin, Baba is You, I'm just like, I'm glad that like, there's these things. First off, I clearly love puzzle games and I forget that. But I'm glad there's these just like things that I can play for short spurts or long periods of time that like literally make me think. Not that I don't love me some mindless shit, because I do. <laughs> but yeah, Baba's You, good shit. Available on Steam for $15. I think it's also on Switch. Nice. Switch! Check it out this week in gaming. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Uh, A few things I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Now that's just me and you, I know exactly what I want to start with. Yeah. Something happened like eight months ago or something where it's like, you were just, no, with you. Oh, Where yeah. you were just on, like, this crazy Star Wars kick. Oh, yeah. You were just like, I've been watching all the- I don't even know what you were watching. You probably tell me more. I feel like you all the Star Wars. <laughs> I feel like you were watching all the Star Wars, yes. Like, all yeah. of the Star Wars. All of it. Um, so, obviously, people have been wanting a Star Wars game. And there's one cooking, right? It's what the... If you remember E3 last year, yeah. we talked about how the EA press conference, they went to the audience... And Andrea Renee from either What's Good Games or Kind of Funny, I forget where Andrea Renee is from. She's great. She was hosting the EA thing, and she goes to interview a guy from Respawn who brought you Titanfall and brought you... What's that game called that people are playing? Oh, God, no. Apex Legends. Uh, A different part of Respawn has been working on a Star Wars game, which that's what they revealed in the EA press conference of E3 last year, which was... Jedi Fallen Order. She tried to get more out of him. He kind of gave you what it was about, but no gameplay, really just a title. Uh, But this is a report from Variety. I'd heard about this, but we hadn't talked about it yet, so I wanted to officially talk about it. Star Wars Jedi, and then it auto-corrected Fallout Order, but it's Fallen Order. Um, Is Respawn Entertainment's long-awaited action-adventure game, which will be revealed in Chicago during the Star Wars Celebration in April. Uh, April 13th, there's supposed to be a panel on it. Uh, and apparently they're going to give us like a first look at this game. What the words first look means, I don't know. Yeah. If you want to theorize, it's like a CG trailer, which I would take at this point. Fuck, sure. What? I don't I care. Take anything. I don't need... Of all the times to be like, there wasn't gameplay. Like We can talk about that after. I just kind of want to see what this game is even pretending to look like, if that's the case. Um, what we know is that it's definitely a Padawan, like, so definitely, I don't think we're fully trained, a Padawan who survived Order 66, which you'll, you just went through this not that long ago, so it's like, Order 66 is obviously the execution yeah. of the, the, the Jedi Jedi's. from the clones, I think that's, is that episode two? 
can't remember. Is it three? I can't remember. I don't remember either. I think it may be three. Uh, and you explore the galaxy in a time after the fall of the Jedi Order. Uh, we really don't have any more information on that, but the fact that it's coming finally, like, because EA said no press conference this year, just like Sony did. But EA also said that we're going to be streaming that whole week, and developers will be leading these streams, so it's like... Huh. I think Sony had said this is what, something they wanted to do, not with E3, but like let, letting the developers literally talk about their games more. Um, so if this is revealed April 13th, maybe part of the E3 streams will be deeper dives into what Fallen Order is going to be. Kyle, if we get a release date, by the time this happens, I will have, I will not be able to pick up any more games in the Fantasy League. So let me tell you, if they put a date on Fallen Order, I guess it's a little risky, because it's EA game, but fuck would I pick up fucking Fallen Order, I'll be honest with you. Cartier's not here to get this hot tip, but he knows. Uh, but does he know it's April 13th? I bet he fucking does it. <laughs> it also might not even come out this year, but... It's just so early in the year, and they've been so hush-hush about it. It's interesting to see what it might be. It. I say any anything I you really anything. want from this game, <laughs> yes, anything. anything. I would take one world, like yeah. it's only safe for you God, as a pad one, dude. My ultimate Star Wars game would just be able to get in your ship and fly to a different planet for sure. Yeah, remember how we talked about the Amy Hennig like canceled one? Yeah. Amy Hedig, famous for, like, directing the Uncharted's and, uh, Jack 3 was the second thing I was going to say, which is true, but there's other big old thing, bigger things I can't remember. When I was watching her get, like, the Lifetime Achievement Award, um, at GDC, I was just reminded about how sad I am we're not getting that Amy Hennig Star Wars, like, open-world RPG, because when she's talking about what inspired her as a kid, because, I mean, I know of Amy Hennig and her work, but I didn't know, like, about her history. But when she talks about her being real small, she's like 50. Yeah. When her as a kid, like her biggest insp- er, influence is really like Dungeons and Dragons and Star Wars. And uh, like that feeling goes over me. It's like, oh man, Amy Hennig, like a lifelong Star Wars fan. Yeah. You can't guarantee that game was going to be like done sure. right, but fuck it. Probably would have been better than... Probably would have been okay. Can we all agree that that would have been an okay game? It would have been coming from a place of love, at least. Like, yeah. Not to say the, the respawn. For the love of Star Wars, for sure. Like, oh man, it's sad we'll never get that, but obviously we've got to cling to Fallen Order. We've got to, like, hope that this is... This is what we want it to be. Is there too much pressure on this game, Phil? I think that's what will destroy it. You think so? Yeah. No matter what People it is. People want it. Dude, Star Wars fans are brutal. So true. I, yeah. You know, I so agree. like, I think if you just don't keep your expectations too high, yeah, you're going to get a very good game. And I think what's going to happen is, like, the people that don't judge games hard as fuck mm-hmm. are going to, like, enjoy the game more. Temper. Like me. I don't judge any games. I don't really <laughs> give a shit. Temper the expectations. I just play them because they're fun. You want to know what I the like the low point, the basic thing I want from this game? I yeah. want it to not, and I, it it they've said that this is probably not you know this is not what it's going to be. But until we see it, will we really know? I just need for it to not be solely an online multiplayer shooter. Dude, for real. That's though. all I need because 
We already have that, right? Yeah. Like, Battlefield, that's, that's all it is. That's all we've gotten. <laughs> I mean, Battlefield 2 has a story mode, but, like, it doesn't even interest me because I don't have a lightsaber. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, we really just need a lightsaber in our hands. Yeah. And, like, something that's more free than The Force Awakens. Yeah, uh, dude, at this point... You know, The Force me, was a really good game, don't get me wrong. Give me Force, Force Awakens 2. 3 at this point, honestly. But yeah, I'd be fine but with it. I just need more. I mean, I need more room and not as like a structured just level pattern with a lightsaber. You know, I need to be sure. able to like. You know, I just want. It did seem like they went hard into the. Uh, want Skyrim Star Wars? Sure, but like third, I thought we were tempering. <laughs> but third person, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I want to be able to like get into a fucking hover car. And drive to, like, that weird bar. Most, I was about to say, <laughs> I would really love, like, most Eisley, like, Spaceport, and then you go into that shady bar. Yeah. For sure. Oh, and, man. And then you can just do whatever you want. Like, almost like Red Dead, but, like, Star Wars. Are we asking for too much here? No. Red Dead Star No, Wars? it's not fucking too much. If anything, Witcher it's three. too little, dude. Sure. If you think about it, like, look what other people have done. Just, like, change your actual, like, keep the same platform and just... Mm-hmm. Change the fucking game. I think back when there was back when there was multiple games, uh, like in the cooker. Because if there's more games, we don't know about it right now for sure. It's like everything's slowly been eliminated to leave Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. I'm sure there's a Lego game in the cooker getting cooked. Oh yeah. But back when it was like your, Lego Thor. Your two options are, and this is before I looked into like what Respawn was, you know, working on. When it was Amy Hennig's Star Wars. And the Respawn Star Wars. I'll be honest with you. It's just like, oh, Respawn. That's Titanfall. Online multiplayer. Or just like shooting-based Star Wars. I'm like, that's kind of why it's... Even though I'm not a big Uncharted fan, given the two options, I was definitely gravitating more towards Amy Hennig one. And then that gets a Reese... Amy Hennig gets taken off it, and they kind of like, we're going to have someone else work on it. And then they officially canceled that, and Amy Hennig left EA. Uh... Yeah, it's it is. I think there is too much pressure on this game for sure. But I think no matter what, even though we have high expectations, even we though we want things like Witcher Three, Star Wars, like Red Dead, like what we saw of the Harry Potter RPG, the little bit that they showed, like that got leaked. Remember that Harry yeah. Potter? Like even though we didn't see much of that, like how much that blew our minds, and that's like what we want for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll take so much less. I'm just talking about us. Like the Great Lakes Game Podcast. Like the, yeah. th- the three no, of us. for sure. We'll take so much less. Um, I think that without a doubt we'll have a, we'll have a lightsaber in our hands. Will, oh, yeah. Will it feel good? I'm I hoping. wonder if you start with one. I wonder or if, if you, you just like get I one. I wonder if you don't start as one because you can't let people know. You're a Jedi. You're a Jedi, yeah, yeah. Because they'll kill you. Like, maybe you don't even, like, you threw it away. Which is, like, sacrilege to, you know, to throw your lightsaber away, obviously. Yeah. But, like, for the sake of survival. Who's your master? Is your master going to be someone we know from the universe? Even if they're not, like, you know, one of the Jedi Council or one of the big people. But, like... What if you don't have a master? Clearly you you won't after the beginning of the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh... What if you start out the game, like, fighting as a Jedi? Oh, wait, no, you don't. You, well, you're definitely in training. I assume that, yeah, how is it that you survive Order 66? Are you fighting it? 
Are you... Are you, you one of the kids in the library? They, oh, like, you one of the kids in the library? Yeah, that's what I'm... That'd be crazy. And you witnessed that scene? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it like... When the, Anakin goes to slaughter them? Is it like the beginning of Gun? When you're, like, holding on to the boat? And it's like, Pa, jump! It's like, I told you I'm not your Pa! <laughs> <laughs> and then you survive because the morning star explodes, but you weren't on it. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard to say exactly yeah, what Yeah, I wonder if down. you are, like, one of the kids in the library. How young... Are, yeah, I'll say, how young is this Padawan? Because, obviously, you could be young and, like, Anakin being trained. You know, he started it too late. But also, if we look at Phantom Menace, <coughs> which I think is one of the better prequels. Everyone gives it shit, but I like it. I said it. Uh, Obi-Wan's age there, like, he's still Qui-Gon Jinn's... Uh, I have a very specific set of skills. Yeah. He's he's his Padawan still at that point. He's got to be like sixteen, right? Liam Nielsen. Liam Nielsen. Yeah. Nielsen. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, he's still a Padawan at that point. So we really could see as young as like eight, as yeah. old as like eighteen. You know. Yeah. It's it'll be interesting, interesting to see exactly what it is. And I feel like April thirteenth, we're gonna at least know a little more information. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Ooh, so I will definitely had to get it get it in today. Uh, hey, guess what? Yeah. Speaking of EA, like might as well box it all in. EA has confirmed that around 350 of its employees are being laid off oh. across its marketing, publishing, and operations division. The publisher says it's also ramping down its presence in Japan and Russia as it seeks. Different ways to serve our players in those markets. I got that from Eurogamer. And then this next part, Eurogamer got from Kotaku. So it's like third hand, guys. It's like fourth hand. Where did Kotaku get it? EA CEO Andrew Wilson addressed today's layoffs telling employees that want... This is a quote from Eurogamer. Employees that while the publisher had, and I quote, a vision to be the world's greatest games company, if we're honest with ourselves, we're not there right now. We have work to do with our games, our player relationships, and our business. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Hot take. Uh, you know, it's easy to make fun of EA. That's all. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little joke. Only a little more news I really want to get into today. But one of them was, did you watch? Um, no. <laughs> you're like, fuck no. Whatever it is, Dan, I missed yeah, it. <laughs> uh, so PlayStation... Yeah. Obviously, heard P- about it, didn't watch it. PSX, which supposed to be in December, they they really last minute it felt like canceled it. It was like it was November, like October, like we're not doing PSX, and then not that long afterwards, like we're not doing E3. But recently, they're like, hey, we're doing a Nintendo. I don't think they said Nintendo Direct style, but no. something in the words they said made that come across. And whoever put that together, it was very right. It was very. Uh, what happened to your finger? Oh. Uh, yeah, bandage. On your yeah, it's fractured. <gasps> Got like a hairline fracture. From what? Uh, door. You go to the hospital? No, just uh, urgent care. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They give me one of those like finger splints, but I don't like it because it's annoying. So I just yeah. keep pressure on it. Yeah. I was like, that's a heavy duty bandage, bud. Yeah, a heavy duty bandage. Uh. <laughs> March 25th, Monday, March 25th, we got the first thing, which they're calling State of Play. Do you get it, Kyle? No. State state of... I don't get it. A very specific set of skills. I don't get it. Liam Neeson. I don't get it. Qui-Gon Jinn. I don't get it. 
there was a man named Worrell, Ernest P. Worrell. Okay, so... I get it. Okay. <laughs> I get it, Matt. Um, overall, just as a presentation, as yeah. someone that watches, like, every Nintendo Direct and I don't even have a Switch, you know what I mean? Uh, there wasn't, like, a talking head in between. It was just, like, narrator. Here's, like, ten... Uh, people are calling them blades. But it's like, here's this is what we're talking about. Now, this is what we're talking about. The pacing was good. They opened... There's only, like, three highlights to talk about, and this isn't one of them, but they opened with something, I guess, controversial. They're just people were kind of upset about it. You know we're waiting on, a, like, a Marvel game from Square Enix. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, once again, one of those things that's, like, being held up so high, I hope it doesn't fail, you know, because, like, Rudy can't fail kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so the first ever state of play they do, it opens with a Marvel logo. Oh. Now... There was no Square Enix logo afterwards. We should have known there wasn't going to be this. But it cut to, um, you'll know this. Uh, once once Jarvis is gone, who's Iron Man? Who's Tony Stark's uh, person post-Jarvis? Oh, uh, fuck. Tuesday? Wednesday? Wednesday. Thursday? No, I think it's... It's Friday, isn't it? No. Is it? I think Wednesday's Adam's Family, Friday. I don't have it written down. Doesn't matter. I think it's Tuesday. I don't know. It's a day of the week, though. It's not a month. I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday. That thing is like hologram in front Could of you. Be wrong. You're clearly first person Tony Stark, and uh, if you check this actual trailer, like if you went and found this trailer now, not state of play style, it starts with someone putting on the VR goggles. Oh. And uh, you get like the Iron Man interface. I'm telling you about this because nice. even though everyone was like swerved and kind of pissed, I'm like. Kyle's gonna like this game. I love that. Uh, cause everyone's like, "Oh, it's... okay." Let me describe what happens. It's like something's incoming, Tony, and like something blows up the plane that you're in, and all of a sudden it's like a little warning would have been nice, and you're flying out, and it is briefcase. It is like MCU yeah, style. Yeah. So all the sh- like the suit comes onto you, and then all of a sudden, uh, I don't know if you control the flying, but you definitely control the shooting, kind of like Time Crisis style, I would say. Uh, but then you're like Iron Man in VR, shooting like, shooting these things. It's called straight up Iron Man VR. (laughs) Uh, for PSVR, it's coming. Yeah. So like I said, everyone's swerved by it, but I've been wanting to tell you about it all week. So I'm like, Kyle's going to play it. It's going to be so cool. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how much it's going to cost or anything. I don't care. Or what the deal is. Yeah. There was a good amount of VR in the presentation. They warned, not warned, they told us about that, warned us. They told us about that beforehand. And it makes sense. Just like in the beginning of the Switch, how it's like any direct, unless stated otherwise, is bound to have some 3DS stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're still selling 3DS. But So we did get some VR stuff. That was cool. The biggest VR thing, and honestly, maybe, maybe they should have opened with this instead. But I mean, Iron Man VR is like pure PSVR, so I don't I don't blame him. Uh, whereas No Man's Sky's new update is also now that it's going to be VR, it's the exact same game but in VR, and uh, it makes sense. You know, what I mean, it makes sense when you think about the point that's always first person No Man's Sky. Uh, one thing people seem to be hungry for in VR is space games. Not that they don't exist, I just think they work so well. Yeah. Uh, but it looks interesting. It looks like No Man's Sky's next big update. First off, props to No Man's Sky. 
a game that got shit on so much when it first like yeah, oh yeah. came out, right? If Fallout 76 can have the lasting power of No Man's Sky and the perseverance of No Man's Sky, props to you, Bethesda. I have a feeling... Ooh! Ooh, don't do that! Ooh! Your mom wouldn't approve of you chewing on that bottle cap. <laughs> do it into the microphone. No, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to promote it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so... One thing I liked about the state of play was not only the pacing, um, but also that I'm not, I don't care that much about Days Gone. I know you're kind of into Days Gone, the zombie one with the motorcycle. What I liked is Days Gone is coming out soon-ish, and it seems like this was um, like the last trailer. It's like if you're not on on board with Days Gone, Mm. here's one more trailer. You're either in or you're out, you know what I mean? I like that. I like that if State of Play is like, here's all this new stuff, but also, here's us debuting this new trailer, you know, for yeah. Days Gone, which would have gotten views no matter what. So it's like, when, when I see people like, why even do State of Play when you could... I saw people be like, couldn't this have been a tweet? Couldn't this have been a, multiple tweets? Couldn't have been a blog post? Yeah. Some of the smaller VR titles, I feel like got way more eyes on them that day. You know what I mean? Because yeah, people have been waiting for VR shit. That's why, for sure. But it's like, like me. when you lump it with like the first state of play, it's like, I know there was one trailer that people said had already come out that I had just totally missed. Uh, that was like a cool like space station thing where it's like you are like the computer inside a space station. Nice. Um, that looked interesting. I forget the name of that one, but yeah, even though it was like there wasn't any huge like bombs, I think that's what people kind of wanted. Once again, you got to temper your expectations. Uh. I don't know. I really, I really liked it. Uh, it ended with what I think was oh, there was a concrete genie trailer in there. If anyone's seen that, it's one where like the kids drawn monsters, graffiti style on the side of buildings, and they're like coming to life. And yeah. so, second concrete genie trailer I've seen. I think it's the second one, and definitely opened up like a whole new piece of that game. I would check it out. I don't want to give too much away about it. That was a highlight. Concrete genie. No Man's Sky in VR. But also, I don't need to be sold on Mortal Kombat 11 anymore, Kyle. Mm. But the Mortal Kombat 11 trailer that ended it is probably the best one I've seen from this like set of marketing. Anyone that's like, ooh, the debut was good, but the music was bad. It's, it's like an NWA song mixed with, I don't know what the new song was, but it's like, this trailer was a, a lot about... Well, they definitely confirmed Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and Jax, which is all great. Nice. But also, it was a lot of like the back and forth, like the past and the present intersecting. Oh, okay. It, it was cool seeing Kung Lao and Liu Kang like walk together as heroes because even though I didn't play a lot of uh, 9 and 10, like I didn't play 10 story mode, I do know that Liu Kang is super evil at this point and Kung Lao's either dead or like a revenant so that's what modern day them is. Yeah. So when they're coming from the, the past as heroes together, yeah. it's like oh fuck, oh no. Yeah. Liu Kang, wait till you see what you've become. Right. And second off, it's just good to see Liu Kang as a hero again. Partially because, you know, he's like the main hero, man. Yeah. Like, to me, I'm I'm excited. A lot of great... I like that it's not just a matter of people in the present on the evil side versus people... In the, like, it's not as cut and dry as the past is good, right. the evil... Like, Johnny Cage is on the hero side in both of them. So it's really just interesting to see, like, old man with a daughter... Johnny Cage Johnny dealing Cage. with obnoxious young Johnny Cage like he's gonna fucking get us killed. Punch you in the nuts? Or what is he? Punch you in the nuts? So, what song from NWA is like, 
chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. But it's like super slow motion. That's how the trailer starts. Is the uh, fucking the cock punch. Yeah. It was a good trailer. It was the. There haven't been bad the trailers. This was the best one. <laughs> uh, I really liked. I don't. Uh, I'm prefacing this with like people are like, oh, it looks too comedic. I think Johnny Cage has always been a comedy character. Oh yeah. That's part of it. Looks like his fatality. This one is spoofing the first fatality where he uppercuts the head off. Yeah. It's like outtakes of him being like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, one of the back and forths was. Young Johnny to old Johnny. Once again, I don't like Johnny Cage, but I really enjoyed this back and forth. It was like, I do my own stunts, how about you? He's like, I got people for that. Young Johnny kisses his bicep. He's like, fucking poser. <laughs> so good to me, because, like, who's a bigger poser than Johnny Cage? Right. Like, who's a bigger, like, like piece of shit? <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. cocky motherfucker. When Johnny Cage dies in Annihilation, the movie, the second one, at the very beginning. It's great. Spoilers. It's so good. Little Kid Me was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it not too long ago. When the hand then raises yeah. him to the sky. Oh, man. And Sonya looks shocked, but you're like, don't really care because there's a different person playing Sonya. Yeah. Eat shit. Uh, Mortal Kombat movies, I love them, but. So corny. Let's get a new one. Yeah. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> so corny. But no, I liked it. I think that was one of the highlights. State of play. I don't know how many they're going to do a year. Oh my god, you need to stop. <laughs> it's killing me. You bite night. Wow, cat. It's a bullet now. It is a bullet now. But, no, it was cool, man. Honestly, uh, if we got stuff set up for us to like react live on Twitch, it's definitely something we should gather just to watch, just for fun. Oh, yeah. Because, even though there wasn't anything huge, I think that, that they were just like laying the framework. I think that okay. the next big announcement might come from there, even though, moving on to the next piece of news, they did announce the Dreams beta, or um, early access date, which is... What is that? It's apparently going to be April 16th. Super fucking limited. I couldn't... We are. I couldn't have... I couldn't have set up... Uh, I couldn't have tried to get on this early access anymore. We still don't know how it's going to exactly go down, but I do know for $30... You're going to get the game early. Everything except the story mode, which I'm fine. Like, I don't even care about... Oh, I'm excited to play the story mode, but I just want to create weird shit. Yeah. Cartier has got me... I didn't know what I was going to create. I was just going to fuck around and then eventually, like, get motivated. When Cartier's, like, making her own Pokemon, pretty gung-ho to make that work. <laughs> to make our own weird Pokemon or something. I've been thinking about opening dialogue to it, Kyle. Like, I'll be honest with you. And how we're going to make weird our own Pokemon music. Uh, cause I don't want to be like a clone of Pokemon. I don't want to be like a weird take on Pokemon. So you want to do like weird creatures? I want it to be like what people want the camera to be like, <laughs> like a weird three D. Hopefully we can catch things and train them. And if it's up to me, it'd still be turn based. Honestly, the actual fighting. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna, we're gonna see. What kind of? It's so weird. I want to make your own games. <sighs> Every time I see some of the stuff. Like, I watched a whole video on yeah. how it works. I don't even... I still don't understand. It's like they're giving you, like, a the most user-friendly game engine of all time to, like, build a game. Yeah. Uh, it's gotta have bugs in the beginning, right? It's gonna have a shit ton of bugs. It's it's bound to, right? Uh, Earth bound to. But March 16th, the only thing that sucks is it's, like, nine days before Mortal Kombat. So I kind of hope I don't get in the early access for yeah. it. But what's cool and what scares me... Because, like, strict, very, very limited early access to people... I hope it's not like, it's live at 9, good luck. Yeah. First, however many people. 
why I'm it drives it even more home that it's limited is whoever gets in on the thirty dollar one won't be paying sixty later. They're gonna get the full content just whenever it fully drops. Uh, so you'll only end up paying thirty for that game overall. Which uh, one of my favorite comments I read this week on something about dreams was like, "Welcome to the game of the year for the next ten years." I'm like, "Don't fucking say shit like that to me." Like, for sure, dreams. Because you're going to get games in there that are, like, really good. Yeah. Honestly, you'll know Dreams has failed if it's not... This isn't 100% true, but in my head, you're going to know Dreams has, has failed if it comes out in 2019, and then 2020 Game Awards if it's not best ongoing game. Because a concept like this is, like, made to be best ongoing game to me. I don't think that's what they have in mind, but I think that it's just bound to. Yeah, that in mind for GTA. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, my God. We're making GTA 6 in it. Oh, my uh, God. Dude. We're making GTA 3 in it. We're making Skate 4. That'd be so hard to make. Even if we have the ability to make it. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a reason EA's like, nah. Because they fired all those people. And they're like, how do we... Even if they wanted to, how are we going to do it? Session. Oh, yeah. Project Session. We'll just buy Session. I wonder if they're going to have people that just make stuff for Dreams. You mean in uh, Media Molecule, the Dreams people? Yeah. Yeah, no, without a doubt. I think the story stuff is ongoing. I think that once Media Molecule puts out Dreams, they're still only working on Dreams for the next wow. five years. I don't know how long. Yeah. I don't want to think about Dreams failing. But, I mean, there's always opportunity with something this big when you have yeah. this big an idea. I don't want to think about it feeling, Kyle. What I do want to do is get in on the early access and then have me, you, and Cartier just stream going through, like, the levels. Yeah. <laughs> like, other... Because you will have access to the full uh, creator kit and if whatever anyone's made, you yeah, can play. You can play. You can surf those dreams, baby. Because uh, I could spend hours going through weird dreams created levels. Uh... I think it's one of the big pulls, man. Skateboard. Skateboard. Oh, my God. Good times. The other things to talk about, Kyle, even though I said Borderlands 3, we're going to talk about it. I don't think we're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next week, because I don't know how much of a Borderlands guy you are. I don't really care. I played... I like it, but like, yeah, I don't yeah. care enough to go buy it. That's how I feel. I know D'Angelo and Roger both have a weird love for Borderlands. It's not weird. Whatever. There was a magic trick on stage, apparently. Uh, maybe we'll get him on next week and so they can kind of gush about it. Because, yeah, my experience is limited, too. I played prequel to the sequel, or whatever that one's called, because that one's co-op, uh, like, local co-op. I think that's one of the ones I played, D'Angelo. And then once when I couldn't sleep at Tom, my buddy Tom's house. Same reason I played, like, eight hours of Fallout 4 once. <laughs> uh, I played, like, the opening five hours of, I think, Borderlands 2 for the 360. Yeah. It was good fun. Not enough to, like get hooked on Borderlands. It wasn't like when I played Hitman at your house and I'm like, I need to go by Hitman when I get home because that shit connected with me in a weird way. <laughs> I'm like... I'm still not getting rid of that game until we, like, 100% it. Oh, dude. Get in it. Yeah. <laughs> I still get emails from Hitman, too, because I signed up for it. I think they're still doing, like, the um, elusive targets and, and such. Uh, yeah, I need to get back into that, doing that weekly challenges or whatever. Damn, I forgot about the opening to actual news. 
So I guess... I forgot about the weird DLC we downloaded and never played. The snowball fight? Yeah. Yeah! Honestly, the only downside Hitman 2 is I wish there was, like, a few more locations. Yeah. And still, there's something to be said for how many locations there are and the replayability of it. Yeah. Especially when it's, like, pretty much just a super impressive indie game at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Props IO Interactive, I believe. Eidos? IO. It was IO. It was both at one point. I don't know. Beep, 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 beep. Actual news. It's time, Kyle. Time for the closer. Closer. Sometimes we like to play a game to figure out who's closing out the podcast whatever way they see fit with a limerick or anecdote a poem or a single word a haiku anthem by good charlotte maybe played a scooby doo haiku ernest p Worrell memorial service speech maybe an ernest haiku <coughs> i was excited i wrote i wrote a game this week that when i first started writing games for the podcast 78 weeks ago <laughs> Uh, it was something I wanted to do, and then when I went to write it, like, ten months ago, legitimately, I just kind of blanked. I'm like, I can't think of enough to make a game out of it. So I was excited when I finally had the inspiration over the last week to be like, oh, that's the game I'm playing this week. I have a few in mind. Uh, then Cartier didn't come in, which is fine. I know he might actually listen to this podcast. Cheap shot at Kyle, you don't listen to this fucking podcast when you're yeah. out here. But Cartier might listen to it, so maybe we'll do the same game and compare your scores again, but different ones. The closure this week is a game called I'm a I'm a bad man. Uh and it's something I've yeah. wanted to do for a while where I read a villain's monologue. Oh. And you have to tell me where it's from. Uh you have endless guesses. At this point there's five of them. I'm gonna say if you get three of them, Kyle, you close this week. Yeah. If you don't I'll close, I guess. Uh yeah. I'm gonna get none. It's called. <laughs> this was designed so that you guys would at least know of these games, have played these games, hopefully. Uh, I the word villain isn't in the title because it's like I didn't want to like if it happens to be just an evil motherfucker or someone that walks the line between hero and villain. Uh, I didn't want to say antagonist because then that makes it sound like you don't play as. I don't want to. I don't want to give away any weird hints. That's why I said I'm a bad man. <laughs> Clearly, it's a bad motherfucker. Uh, I'm going to read a quote. You have endless guesses, Kyle. Ooh. You can either tell me, A, who who's saying it, or B, what game specifically. If you give me the series, it's not Ooh. good enough. I'm not going to say yes or no. You're going to know you're wrong when I don't say you fucking got it. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say when you got it, but you got endless guesses. Some of them are shorter, some of them are longer. And you got until I'm done with it. And when I'm done with it, you can have one more guess. Yeah. You know? But, uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the whole story. Let's do it. Are you ready for the first boy? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I'm not going to do accents or anything, but for the right, I'm going to try and uh, get, like, the cadence, at least how they said it right for the most part, but no promises. This is your first one. I don't know. First monologue from I'm a Bad Man. I don't know if you're aware, but this... This is a civilized land now. We didn't kill all them savages only to allow the likes of you 
to act like human dignity and basic decency was outmoded or not yet invented. This thing, it's done. As a consequence, you think these things let you take what you please, kill whom you please, and hang the rest of us? Who made you the messiah of these lost souls you've led so horribly astray? You ain't much of anything more than a killer, Mr. Vanderlyn. But I came to make a deal. It's time you come with me, and I give the rest of you three days to run off, disappear, and go live like human beings someplace else. You could have guessed during that, Kyle. You got any guesses? You get one. Because uh, no. I finished. No. You got nothing? It's okay if you don't got anything. I think this game's going to be hard. <laughs> I have no idea. Red Dead Redemption 2. I was going to say ah, Red Dead 2. So I said, uh, there's one giveaway in that, and that's Mr. Vanderland. But I'm yeah. like... I as soon, anyone... as, I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, that's Red Dead 2. Look, does anyone remember Dutch's last name? I'm like, they might. But... Yeah, I know Dutch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some bitch. That, uh, I would have taken... Why didn't I take Red... I should have just said it. You should have. I mean, you got unlimited guesses. Yeah. <laughs> I would have taken Pinkertons. I would have taken... I would have taken Mr. Milton. That would blow my mind, but Red Dead Redemption 2, I would have taken. It's when he walks into camp. Yeah. I think after um, things that happen in the story, whatever, I think you lost a boy. All right, this next one. Yeah. This next one should be good. <laughs> Dr. Eggman. This is my hideout. <laughs> I plan to resurrect Team Rocket here. Pokemon. <laughs> But you have caught me again. You gotta be more specific. I don't know. <laughs> so, so be it. This time I'm not holding back. Once more, you shall face blank. The greatest trainer. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm gonna give it to you on Pokemon, Kyle. Because honestly, <laughs> oh, I <am> not. <laughs> also, I want to let the record show that if I gave this to Cartier. He might have gotten it off the Fwahaha. Because it's a weird Pokemon thing where they go. Yeah. But yeah, it's Giovanni from Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, I Kyle, no, you get that point. Come on. <laughs> you could have, like, no sold the Team Rocket thing and been like, I don't know. Gonna... <laughs> Props to the Eggman, uh, I guess. Alright. Number th number three, baby. Dr. Eggman. It didn't start yet. Alright. Dr. Eggman. You see, this is what I don't get about you bad guys. You know the hero's gonna win, but you just don't die quickly. Example, this one guy in New Haven, right? City's burning, people <laughs> dying left and right, yada, yada, yada. Spider-Man. This jackhole rushes me with a spoon, a, fr a freaking spoon, and I'm dying laughing, right? So I scoop out his stupid little eyeballs with it, and his kids are all, Wah! and I, I can't even, he can't see where he's going. He's bumping into stuff, and I don't know. Maybe you had to be there. The moral is, you're a total bitch. <laughs> Definitely not Spider-Man, <laughs> but that would be funny if it you was. Got, you got a guess? Uh, no. This game is hard. I think I'm going to give it to you if you get the series, for the record. Uh, no, no guesses? 
Grand Theft Auto? Good guess. Handsome Jack, Borderlands 2. Uh, Grand Theft Auto is good because it's clearly like, he's like, you bad guys, but he's clearly like a motherfucker that scooped a guy's eye out in front of his kids. (laughs) Handsome Jack, classic hero villain. Uh, I didn't get to that scene. I think Borderlands 2 is one of the ones I played, though, for sure. Here we go, baby. Dr. Eggman. Dr. Eggman. The only hint I'll give you is I put this one in here for you, baby. So yeah. I, if you fail it, it's just going to be the shame of you once you find out who it is. Yeah. Probably fail. You aren't the only one to grow up on the killing fields. War is a cruel parent, but an effective teacher. Its final lesson is carved deep in my psyche that this world and all of its people are diseased. Free will is a myth. Religion is a joke. We are all pawns of something even greater. Memes. The DNA of the soul. They shape our will. They are the culture. They are everything we pass on. Expose someone to anger long enough, they will learn to hate. They become a carrier. Envy, greed, despair. All memes, all passed on. Damn it, dude. I don't know. That's a hard one, right? Yeah. Any guesses at all? Far Cry? Great guess. It's a man named Monsoon from Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Yeah, I don't remember that. You don't remember? Yeah, Revengeance. There, no, I played half of that game and I got to a part that was too hard and I took it back to the game. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn you bought or you beat Revengeance. No, I was like half or three quarters of the way and I was on like super hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just got That's how pissed. you play games. And <laughs> yeah. Here we go, baby. The final one. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, there's one more left, baby. Yeah. Kyle, let's face it. <laughs> Double or nothing right now. All right. If you get this one right, you will be today's closer. Yeah. It's, it's the longest one. <laughs> Here we go, baby. Dr. Eggman. You know, let's talk about this for a second. I'll tell you it's not... Eggman, Robotnik, or Bowser, because they don't have monologues in the games. Dude. <laughs> when I looked up, I mean, I should have known this, but like, I haven't played Sunshine, Mario Sunshine, I haven't yeah. played All of Odyssey. Maybe in my head, I'm like, Bowser's gotta have one monologue. <laughs> if you look up famous Bowser quotes, it's all single quotes, it's like, is that the best you can do? And Eggman's like, the same, dude. It's like, I'm sure there's a really good Eggman monologue deeper in, but... You would have got it by now if I had gone to Eggman. <laughs> Here we go. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Great success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake. And the science gets done and you make a neat gun for the people who are still alive. I'm not even angry. I'm being so sincere right now. Even though you broke my heart and killed me. (laughs) And tore me to pieces. And threw every piece into a fire. As they burned 
it hurt because I was so happy for you. Now these points of data make a beautiful line. And we're out of beta. We're releasing on time. So I'm glad I got burned. Think of all the things we learned for the people who are still alive. Go ahead and leave me. I think I prefer to stay inside. Maybe you'll find someone else to help you. Maybe Black Mesa. That was a joke. Haha, <laughs> fat chance. Anyway, this cake is great. It's so delicious and moist. Look at me still talking. When there's science to do. When I look out there, it makes me glad I'm not you. I've experiments to run. There is research to be done on the people who are still alive. And believe me, I am still alive. I'm doing science, and I'm still alive. I feel fantastic, and I'm still alive. And while you're dying, I'll be still alive. And when you're dead, I will be still alive. Still alive. Still alive. Not one guest. What's that from, Kyle? I have no idea. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I have no clue. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a weird one. That was so weird. Uh, I won't say anything. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I have no clue. I'm not even angry. I'm being so sincere right now. So... Let me tell you a little story about this, about the answer to this question. You don't have a guess, right? No. I'm the ultimate closer. Yes. Way to go, Dan. You made a game that was hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I have actually never played this game. I only, I mean, obviously this game is real famous, yeah. but I've only watched you play it in person. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I'd never seen the end of this game. I wonder if you've seen the end of this game. Probably not. This is <laughs> the main villain giving you a monologue during the end credits. And it's also a song, and I swear to God, it's one of the most clever fucking villainous monologues I've ever seen. Realizing this existed made me write this game. <laughs> oh. uh, so, the other thing about this, why I thought Cartier might get it from the first few words, is apparently the song's pretty famous. Like, people that haven't played this game know this song. Mm. And this is... Do you have any guesses from the hints I just gave you? No. This is GLaDOS from the end of Portal. So when you beat Portal... I never beat Portal. I was wondering if you had... <laughs> no, never beat Portal. I uh, want to say, like... Yeah, yeah. I never owned Portal. I want to say I rented it. Did you? Or maybe it was Portal 2? Because I, I feel, it was, cause I it feel like one. I didn't have Portal for a long time. I feel like there was a week where you played Portal straight, and I'm like, I know it's not long, I'm surprised you didn't beat Portal. That's why I think I rented it. Maybe you did. Portal. Yeah. <laughs> wow. With all those things being said, first off... Seek out that song. It's kind of the most brilliant thing I've seen for end credits in a video game. Uh, second off, it sucks that I loved this so much because there's a lot of great Portal monologues, dude. Yeah. In the second game, the beginning of it, like GLaDOS's Awakening, um, my favorite line, I was reading those monologues last night, my favorite line is, uh, listen, it's like, we both said a lot of things that you're going to regret. Uh, I fucking love that line. I love that we both said a lot of things that you're going to regret. Either way, this week, you're closer, Dan Allen. That's me. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
That was pretty much just me singing the Portal song, then. That's all that ended up being. <laughs> Remember when you got the Pokemon one right? And you yeah. knew the Red Dead one in your heart. Let's face it. I did it. know the Red Dead one in my heart. I don't know why I didn't say it. What sucks about... You think there'd be more amazing villainous monologues in games, but really, if you look into it, if you type in best villainous monologues in games, you know what the internet's going to tell you? <laughs> They're all from fucking Metal Gear, from different Metal Gears. I believe that. So I picked a Revengeance one because I thought you might get it, and I was afraid Cartier would get every Snake Eater fucking monologue I threw out there. Snake Eater! With that being said, this has been the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. <laughs> a podcast about Dan's love of end credit songs for games he's never played. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Portal. Classic indie game. Classic games. Uh, the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, you can find it on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Everywhere. Uh, we don't always close with games that are that hard. I'm being so sincere right now. Um, <laughs> you can find us at twitch.tv backslash litmitmedia, Facebook litmitmedia, at litmitmedia on Twitter, twitch.tv, I already said that one. YouTube, search for it. Search for Litman Media. I'm sorry I can't give you a sick, cute, like, URL. Um, look out for, eventually, Kyle's working on a special Skate 3 project. I don't want to tell you too much about it yet. Yeah. But if you like the Skate series, maybe you fucking... <laughs> maybe you fucking watch it. Maybe you'll like it. <laughs> uh, also, I have this crazy idea. PAX East happened this last week, and there's literally, like... 40 hours of stream stuff from PAX East official. I'm like, I'm going to cut it down to fucking 20 minutes. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't even know how I'm going to download all of it, but I'm going to cut it down to 20 minutes. Look forward to that in the next week, or it's not going to happen. If it didn't, ha- if it doesn't happen this week, it ain't fucking happening. It ain't fucking happening. Uh, all those things and more. That being said, do you want to say that I'm the closer and say goodbye? Dan is your no. closer. No. Not like... Dan is your closer. For, for Kyle, stop. For Kyle Melville, stop it. Dan is your closer. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> with my uh, with my closing statement, I would like to say this. Dan's your closer. This is the part where I close now. Oh, okay. Dan's closing. It's closing time. Time to go to Chili's. Chili's. <laughs> with my boys. Fucking boys. <laughs> make, it a great, make it a great day or not, the choice is yours. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science We do what we must Because we can For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead But there's no sense Crying over every mistake You just keep on trying Till you run out of cake And the science gets done And you make a neat plan For the people who are still alive
Black Mesa 